Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. To the program, let me tell you before we move on too far that we are well aware of uh, this weather out here. I woke up this morning, I was pretty much uh, ankle deep in slush and slop as I uh, walked my way over here to work. The roads are getting better as the day goes on, uh, but just know that we here in our traffic studio and all the producers, we are uh, focused heavily on what is happening on the roads. If something happens uh, that we need to communicate to you, we'll break away from whatever we're talking about and deliver that information right to you. That's uh, my promise to you. Now, this whole story of uh, Mitt Romney and his decision yesterday, uh, the announcement of such, has absolutely captured our attention here in the newsroom. I am curious uh, to, to know what you feel, uh, both in terms of did he make the right choice or the wrong choice, but also that question that you heard Doug Wright ask of the senator this morning as he was speaking uh, for KSL 5 television. He asked how history would look back on Senator Romney and specifically the choice he made uh, in voting against the president, making him again. Uh, this little factoid is an interesting one. It puts Romney in a category category of his own, being the only senator to vote in an impeachment proceeding against a president of his own party. Now, party affiliation uh, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that you have to, you know, demonstrate and act in a completely loyal sense. It is uh, very often that there are bits of legislation here at the state level uh, and back in Washington uh, where members of the same party will disagree. And so uh, there are many who presume that's, that the frustration leveled against Romney is that he broke ranks and that he didn't stay uh, true and loyal to his uh, party. I wouldn't focus so much on that analysis as I would uh, the merits of the vote. So I think a good ex- good exercise would be to take uh, the speech delivered by Senator Lee and then the speech delivered by Senator Romney. In fact, Dave uh, Noriega suggested we, we do that uh, on the program. And uh, if I'm honest, we won't have time to do it today, but I'll do it personally and maybe I'll, I'll deliver to you some of the results tomorrow. Essentially, what it means is two, the, the two U.S. senators here from the state of Utah, they were presented with the identical information, the identical context. They were nearly sitting side by side as all of this information was delivered to them. And yet... Uh, uh, when the the end of the trial came and it was time to cast the vote, they arrived at far different uh, conclusions. It's an interesting thing. Uh, so let's focus on the merits uh, before we uh, get too caught up on 
party loyalty and this and that. Uh, I had another conversation this morning. Uh, Chris Cannon, he and I spoke here on this program uh, a few episodes ago. Chris Cannon uh, himself occupies a fairly unique position in history. As in 1999, Chris Cannon, then a congressman here in the state of Utah, uh, prosecuted the case against Bill Clinton as a house manager. You've become well familiar with Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler and Zoe Lofgren and the rest of the team uh, of house managers sent over to the Senate by Nancy Pelosi to prosecute the president. Well, Chris Cannon in 1999 was one of those house managers. He was present on the floor of the Senate when the senators then cast their guilty or not guilty votes for the article of impeachment against the president. There are not many folks who are able to say that. Uh, Anyway, so I thought his perspective and his reaction to Romney's uh, vote of yesterday would be interesting. I called him up on the phone this morning and I asked him, how'd you respond to yesterday's news? I, I like Mitt Romney. We've been friends for a long time. He's a man of great character and great intelligence, great capability. But what I think he did yesterday was validate the Democratic narrative of uh, President Trump. And that narrative is, has fallen apart and is now given what Lindsey Graham's going to do to the Judiciary Committee in the Senate is going to continue to fall apart and I find it distressing that not uh, from a point of view of conscience and and, uh, and that's complicated and I, I don't I want to give Mitt Romney every possibility of of being aligned with his conscience but he's a, a politician now and and in America we have narratives and and his vote his single vote uh, single Republican vote uh, for an article of impeachment uh, damaged the or enhanced the narrative of the Democrats which I think is radically out of sync with with reality so I, I was disappointed. The text messages have already started to roll in. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, two of them so far, both uh, proud of the senator, believe he did the right thing, and uh, they assert that history will look favorably upon him. Contrasting uh, that view, uh, as I continued speaking with Chris Cannon over the phone today, I asked what might be the lasting ramifications to the senator and this whole narrative which exists surrounding the president. You know, there's a bill in the House to uh, allow a recall of a senator uh, that's probably unconstitutional. It doesn't go anywhere, but I think it does express some concern on the part of, of Utahns. Um, I, but I don't think this makes a lot of difference long-term to Mitt Romney, and I don't think it makes a lot of difference to the president. I next asked Congressman Cannon a difficult question, uh, and it has to do with Senator Romney and his faith. If you think back to the speech that Senator Romney delivered on the floor of the Senate, he called upon his faith a number of times. If you uh, continued following the the senator throughout the day, you'll see he appeared on uh, Fox News speaking to Chris Wallace, where he made reference to uh, that uh, church hymn, uh, do what is right, let the consequences follow. I asked Chris Cannon that if Romney uh, was communicating to the other men and women of faith in the Senate that if they voted to acquit the president, if they were acting contrary to the will of God. Oh my goodness, me! That is a tough way to ask a question. <laughs> but but when you're talking about God and the role of God in inspiring individuals, I certainly hope that people are are communicating with the Almighty, and I know He cares and wants to communicate with us. The big difference, the big big difference here is 
that the left is godless. If you look at Bernie Sanders and uh, Elizabeth Warren and what they think about God, what they say about God, uh, how they act in life, this is a conflict between people of faith, people who believe that our rights are given by God, as opposed to Mussolini, who said everything in the state, nothing out of the state, and everything for the state. Mussolini substitutes the state for God. And that's what uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to do. That's what uh, Bernie Sanders wants to do. And people of faith are, are on the other extreme. So to the degree that, that Romney is suggesting he voted based on his faith, hallelujah, that's wonderful for the world to be thinking in terms of, of reliance on, on God and, uh, and not on man. The last question I asked of Congressman Chris Cannon, who, again, was a House manager. He prosecuted the case uh, the, in, during the impeachment trial against Bill Clinton in 1999. The last question I asked him regarding Mitt Romney was, if Romney should decide to run again, does he have a chance of being successful again here in the state of Utah? I don't think this will last six years. Uh, I think there was probably some irritation by... Uh, more conservative Republicans already, uh, uh, but I, I suspect that uh, his uh, capability and integrity will, will shine through over time, and this will uh, not be a big deal. Next up here on KSL News Radio, this program live, Mike will be speaking uh, with Kelly Pierce, KSL News Radio reporter. She has a guest, Justin Ward, to join us in studio to talk about a new series uh, that KSL News Radio is airing called Stories from the Streets. That's next up here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.